Yeah, you're live, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Welcome. We're alive. We're alive. <laughs> Brought to life. I'm pretty sure. Welcome to Amber Live at 5. It's Tuesday. And today we had some minor tech difficulties. So if you're trying to tune in on Instagram, you won't be able to, unfortunately, yeah, for now. Uh, right now. Uh, those of you on Facebook or uh, Twitch, welcome. It's yeah, good to have you. Welcome. Um, Today we are going to cover some training and nutrition topics, I yeah, think. We could also start by mentioning that Marshall's now famous. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if I'm hundred percent famous. In the big leagues, as they say. He's uh shot amongst the shot for the moon, he's landed amongst the stars. <laughs> I don't know if that's entirely accurate. Yeah, you know, you'll see um, a constellation that's been given a name. We had a uh, one of the listeners to the podcast come up and say hi in the shops today, which I've never experienced before in my life. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was weird to be recognised uh, from the internet. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you're that guy. Yeah, um, but it was really cool to um, meet someone that I don't train on a daily basis, or I don't, you know, isn't one of the clients or whatever. Uh, that thought that we had a really good message and was happy to hear what we had to say. Yeah, because I think the only interaction with that person prior to that had been some nice messages from them. Yeah, just a, yeah, a message over Instagram about the podcast and yeah. how much they'd taken from it. So it was, yeah, really cool mm. to have someone come up and say hello. Did you hear about that, name? No. You haven't heard about this. Marshall's famous now. Oh, yeah. I was just saying that he, he's like a star. He's like um, Lady Gaga from The Star Is Born. <laughs> <laughs> Someone came up to me in Coles and oh, really? and said, "Hey, you're the guy from that podcast." Yeah, <laughs> they actually said, "Hey, Marshall." They knew exactly who I was. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was um, it was very nice of them. It was very nice. Common. Yeah. So you're among, you're with a celebrity. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week. Yeah, every and week every, and every other week after. Yeah, I, yeah. Ne- I never leave. <laughs> uh, training. So we're going to talk about some another person that's messaged. Us yeah. today, um, asking about some tips, and you wanted to clarify on some stuff you said earlier in a live five. Yeah, so uh, one of our uh, followers, Taylor, messaged the page today saying uh, they wanted some clarity around some stuff I'd mentioned about bench press previously. Um, and I have before said that I wouldn't recommend that people do uh, barbell bench press unless they are going to compete as a powerlifter. Uh, now, the reason I would say that is uh, this is coming from a uh, standpoint as a coach uh, looking at people who are beginners. Uh, generally, the barbell bench press is a really good way to get shoulder injuries if done improperly. So uh, technique is one of those things that can be different depending on what you're trying to achieve. However, the unique part of the bench press is that you're wedged between a load so the bar with the weight on it and the bench basically um and the issue with that is it stops your scaps from retracting um the bench is literally there preventing them from squeezing in especially as you increase the weight the more weight that you have on the bar the harder it is for the scaps to retract uh if you don't do it before you do the lift so if you don't know how to do that if you're not familiar with bench press technique uh, if you haven't been practicing scap retraction or if you're like uh, the majority of the general population who spend a lot of time at a desk or in an office in- environment or have anterior dominant uh, posture, so their shoulders are rolled forward, they have tight pecs, they have weaker upper back muscles. If you are one of those people, you are probably going to have a lot of trouble retracting your scaps properly. Um, if you have issues retracting your scaps, 
then and you get on a bench press and the weight comes down as your elbow passes the midline of your body it puts your shoulder in a really um, compromised position and can lead to injury or impingement uh, maybe you know nerve damage or something like that so the reason i would recommend that people avoid or beginners avoid the barbell bench press is because it it can lead to injury much faster than something like the push press or the strict press or even the dumbbell bench press. Uh, the dumbbell bench press is awesome. Um, it's harder than the barbell bench press because you have a weight in each hand rather than the weight evenly distributed across the barbell. You can't compensate with a weaker or a stronger side. And with the dumbbells, uh, your arm is free to move in a way that is, um, you know, maximizes its leverages and most comfortable for that that arm. So with a barbell, you're restricted to the bar path, basically. You can't go out any wider once you've started. You can't bring it in. If the elbows come in, the bar might come on top of you or whatever. But with the dumbbell, the dumbbell will follow where the elbow goes, basically. Your stabilizers will be activated and you can bring your elbows in closer on the way down, which might provide for a better shoulder rotation. And it's going to prevent, hopefully prevent those injuries from occurring that might happen when you're so restricted with a barbell. So uh, the reason that I recommend that beginners start with the dumbbells and avoid the barbell bench press is just for their own safety. Basically the barbell bench press is a highly technical lift. Uh, it's, it can be quite dangerous and is one of those lifts that people tend to gravitate towards because it's a staple. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, people like to bench press, you know, what do you bench bro is like one of the yeah, most the common gym things. sayings, yeah. you know, um, I, fun. I got I mean, asked like what I bench, bench by some dude that I walked past in the shops one day. Like, really? yeah. One of those like dudes that are trying to like, get so you to sign shit. up for uh, stuff yeah. Yeah. and the first question he asked me was what i benched like and it's completely irrelevant mm. i mean i'm not still not gonna buy a shit yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> and you could probably do more yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but the the bench press is i mean one if you're not a power lifter and you're using the bench press to develop your pecs or your triceps uh, there are better exercises like yeah, the dumbbell bench press. Yeah. Um, if you want to develop the pec, you really need to take the pec through its full range of motion, which means getting your elbow as low as possible and then getting the arm up as high as possible, which actually means a lot of scap movement. Um, the more you limit the scap movement, the more you restrict the movement of the pec. Um, same with the tricep. There are better ways to isolate the tricep if that's what you're after. Um, and the push press or the strict press is a more challenging lift. It's much harder to uh, ego lift uh, with the strict press. Mm. You just like if if the bar weighs too much with and by strict press I mean a strict shoulder press, um, and usually done standing. Uh, there's more core engagement in the in the shoulder press, and uh, generally it will engage more of your body. You can even use your legs a little bit if you're looking to develop full body power for a push press, uh, which will have more carryover to sports uh, if that's what you're training for. If you're training for, you know, athletic dominance or something like that, you want to be able to recruit full body power rather than just relying on a push that originates only in your upper body. Um, so, yeah, if you are looking at... And the reason Taylor asked about the bench press is he's looking to get back into training after... Mm. Um, yeah, kind of. He's after he COVID, said make the most of the uh, newbie gains. Yeah. after not training for a while. So, that's and a he, good question. yeah, he mentioned, you know, he said, why shouldn't I, um, why shouldn't I be bench pressing? 
and I said and I explained the reasons that I've explained here. And and I said, you know, if you want to bench press, there's there's ways to go about it. I would recommend getting a good coach. I would yeah. make sure that you spend a lot of time working on the upper back. You know how to retract the scaps. Uh, you're doing a lot of dumbbell work anyway. Um, but so there's no reason why you shouldn't bench press if that's something that you like to do. I just you need to be aware of the risks involved with a lift like that. Um, but what he said was. Uh, that he actually got a shoulder injury probably from bench pressing um, with, you know, protracted scaps previously. So um, it's, it is very common. Most people have that anterior dominant posture. They already have tight pecs. They don't need to spend as much time on the front as they think they do. Um, my advice for anyone getting back into the gym looking to get stronger is work the posterior chain and work the upper back. You know, that those are the places that probably need the most attention, especially if you've been sitting on a couch with your shoulders hunched forward for the past yeah. eight weeks. Yeah, that's my opinion on bench press. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about this all day. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good question from Tay. And just kind of, I know, I think we always respect someone that's willing to reach out and ask questions to kind of um, find the best method. For them, or just yes. that's in general, or for them specifically, um, and yeah, getting back into training well, there's no better time for it. With um, you may as well make the most of the opportunity to kind of yeah. take a step back and start, almost start again after losing some um, strength and potentially bad habits. Yeah, I think a lot of people, a lot of people that I talk to who maybe aren't as familiar with, um, you know, training and the the intricacies, they say something like, "Oh, I, I really don't want to." lose my strength or I want to get back all that strength that mm. I've lost. Um, I guarantee you your strength probably hasn't gone anywhere over the past two months. If you were if you were into the gym or whatever before, um, even if you're just a beginner, you've been training for like six months or something before COVID, the strength that you were developing, it hasn't gone anywhere, right? Um, unless you've somehow lost like 30% of your body weight or something. Yeah. You know, if you have lost a significant amount of weight, then sure. But if you're still about the same weight, maybe even a little bit heavier if you haven't been exercising as much, that strength hasn't gone anywhere. It's just the muscle memory. It's just the neural connection that will need retraining. Um, and this is a perfect time when you're getting back into training to really smash great technique. Mm. You know, do the research. All the stuff on technique is out there. It's on YouTube. Uh, if you know where to look, just look at EliteFTS.com. That's a great website for uh, technique stuff. They have a YouTube channel. Um, you know, they're awesome for any kind of weight training. Um, I'm not sure about ollie lifting. I think... Um, Juggernaut training systems do some really good Olympic lifting stuff. There's a lot, and depending on who you learn from as well. Yeah. You, can, you could like the Russian way of learning or you could like the yeah. Russian way of learning. But there's, again, there's heaps of resources that are really good. Yeah, and they're free resources too. Yeah. Like, um, So use this as an excuse. Like, you know, you've got to get back into training. You know it's going to hurt because you haven't done it for a while or you haven't touched a barbell for a while or you've been doing his bodyweight work or maybe you had a kettlebell or something. But... It's going to sting. It's not going to be fun, but getting back into it is a great part of the process because you get to go through that process of like feeling all the movements again yeah. and, and remembering what it's like to squat or bench or deadlift yeah, or whatever. You get that like kind of um, newbie gains, quick, pro yeah. quick progress feeling as well. You so get, yeah. this, is, this is one of the rare perfect times where you can go back into the gym and almost start fresh. And, and make sure rather than just piling the weight back on the bar and going, oh, I used to lift this, I should be able to lift mm -hmm. this fine, 
smash the technique and watch the numbers go up higher than ever before, you know, yeah. and watch the injuries or the pain go away. You know, the more you focus on technique, the less the pain will creep in. Yeah, it's over the first couple of weeks when you're getting doms again the worst. Um, yes, that two-week period sucks. Yeah, mm. that's when you should, you know, just get I'm, back into the motion of it. I'm terrified for the doms that this program is going to give oh, us. Oh, it's going to be horrible. Like, yeah, how, many, how many weeks has it been since, like, COVID stopped? I think about eight. Okay. Eight weeks. I think it's been two months since the gym I read somewhere 12 uh, weeks and I was like, I don't what think is it it's now? been that long. It's June. June 1st. June, June 2nd it was, now. Wasn't it March? Everything? I'm not, well, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure when the gyms all closed up, but. I think it was March. It's been a while. Yeah. You know, people have been dealing with finding their own ways to train yeah, so I think for a very be, long time. It might be three months. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're going through, we finished our last program on Sunday. And we're straight into the next one. It's day two. And yesterday, just from the style of training, how it's changed and mm. the sheer volume that we're doing for the next four weeks, my triceps are already in mm. tremendous pain. And we did a five-by-five man down this morning with squats. And we haven't done sets of five with squats, especially if we did free squats today. We haven't done free squats in like 12 weeks. Mm. And the squats, so the squats moved really well. We were able to lift weight very comfortably that we probably haven't been able to lift without a belt for ever like mm, well yeah for those like for the reps and, and the, yeah the volume of five by five too yeah um, it was very it was comfortable very good yeah it's very comfortable but the sets of five they gassed me oh, like, yeah. and you it's know the last two reps you're, just, you're breathing <laughs> hard and you're like i'm keen for this yeah now. for someone right. that's like i do we've done a lot of singles we've done a lot of doubles we've done lots of sets of eight and sets of 20 and stuff at very very low weight like, yeah. for prehab work or you know minor strength gains around the power stuff that we do but yeah to do a set of five by five at a weight that previously we haven't done before there was yeah there was some side effects that we i don't know if i was prepared for my <laughs> my poor lungs were yeah were having a go at i know me. my legs are gonna be sore too and yeah i have They're a feeling my legs are gonna be yeah. quite sore tomorrow so still I think closing vic do we know when vic's opening 13th of june oh, i saw was... something uh, that was that could well, be new south it? wales though so I, I imagine it'll be sometime this month, though. Yeah, most days seem to be mm. during June. Is there a few messages in there or is that just a uh, yeah. random chat? Zombie bait um, just said the stream's fine. Um, Thank you, Zombie. <laughs> I think we we can, Yeah, I think we kept referring to Zombie Bait yesterday as he or whatever, yeah. and apparently that was incorrect, so we apologize for that, <laughs> yeah. Zombie Bait. Yes. Um, uh, Tollage said... <laughs> yeah, it's Tollage yeah. said it's been too damn long... And they are still closed in Vic, just like in my job is frequent heavy lifting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what what do you do as a job tollage? I, I don't remember what you I said. follow a page on Instagram called Gas Station Ready. It's like one of my favorite fucking pages. <laughs> what is it's, that about? It's <laughs> about it's just a lifting page. Like okay. it's just basically these dude these huge dudes that lift shitloads. I thought away. it was gonna be just like random like gas stations <laughs> across America. Yeah, I was or something. like, gas like, station like, ready. like Would I follow a page like that? <laughs> if it was funny, yeah. You follow like, you follow a meat stick page. <laughs> I also, I also, legit, I also yeah. follow Townsville Plane Spotting on, oh, yeah. <laughs> on Facebook, which is probably one of my favorite pages because you get to learn all this stuff about pa- planes. I think, that I think you showed me once. You wouldn't previously like, get to I've learn. I've heard of a plane so far away in the sky, it's you can just, barely tell what it is. 
and just like, man, that's a, that's a good looking bird. That's, you know, that's a good looking skyplane. <laughs> you know? What about that bird one? What have you, did you follow that bird uh, birds with hats or something? Uh, something like that. I also follow one called um, I think Brisbane Water Bubblers or oh, that's Brisbane really, Bubblers that's or something, a where a dude goes around and reviews bubblers. Yeah, like public bubblers. <laughs> it's actually really good. It's really funny. Oh yeah, but, there's um, some banger pages. Out yeah. There. Uh, um, zombie bait said it's all good. It happens all the time. No need to apologize. I assume it would happen a lot. Oh, well, yeah. I think just the fact you're on the on internet. On Twitch. Yeah. Realistically, <laughs> yeah. I, I would sacrifice a man first to the zombies. Yeah. Just, it's logical. Zombie bait. Well, he's more meat on him. Yeah. Well, we don't <laughs> know yeah, that. Yeah, generally. <laughs> statistically speaking. Um, but, yes, I think... I forget where I was going with all these stupid... Oh, yeah, gas station ready. <laughs> yeah. Take um, us back. Take yeah. it back to the gas it's, station. So it's basically like they do a lot of conditioning work. Though. Yeah. They do like... they. I saw a guy with 500 pounds in each hand trying to do a farmer's walk and it was like terrifying. Jesus. Yeah, these are some seriously strong people. But, um, but, you know, their principle is, you know, you get strong not to compete or whatever. It's just to be as strong as mm. possible. So... I don't really remember why I brought that page up. To be honest. I, <laughs> I I'm glad about. you did, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got to enjoy. Why did they, how did they get their name? Oh, I think it's got to do with like um, if you got into a fight at a gas station, like you never know who's going to be there, and so like you a, have to be ready to win. Like, are they American? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, it might, they might be thing. from um, one of them. Admins might be from Australia, actually, but. Um, if they are from the States, they were in Sydney recently for some okay. reason. But they're quite oh. famous and they write books. And they have like pan- like uh, books on training. You know, they it's like, they're like name. West Side Barbell, <laughs> yeah. basically. They're yeah. just a, like another um, gym over there. Yeah. Okay. Tollage manages the garage store factory. So an average garage door is about 60 kilos, pressing overhead, two, nice. people, two people lift. Jeez. Yeah. Well, you have to one, one person man. if you're strong. <laughs> yeah. That's mainly I remember where I was going with this. Okay. Um, gas station, gas station ready promote like doing a job that is physical so that you don't have to hit the gym all the time. So oh. in that situation, they'd be like, yeah, make the most of your job. <laughs> I even remember when I was on Pioneers when we were doing the course, yeah. we didn't get the chance to do PT because we were fucking sleep deprived and outfield for like seven <laughs> days. For, for building, <laughs> we were building the fucking fob for, for at this point. It was much longer than two nights. <laughs> <laughs> but... I got to use like sandbags as weights basically and yeah. like do little seshes throughout the day mm. using the things that I could just find on the ground. So, yeah. Because yeah. my memory of you on Big Rocks was you just like playing in the water for a week. <laughs> this was a different week. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a great week. Yeah. yeah. It, looks, it looked lovely. It was fantastic. Yeah. As I stumbled out of the fucking jungle. Cam Sharp pushed <laughs> me into the water after yelling shark. Yeah. yeah <laughs> out well, of the boat. There was a lot of tiger sharks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Zombie bait said, I'm just happy after months of not being able to even do a basic workout, I can finally do it again, yeah. which is true. Yeah. Like there was a lot of workout at home stuff, but even then some people couldn't, still couldn't work out. Of that again, so I think we, we spoke about a fair bit of length, um, the, how difficult it is to be motivated mm. from at home. Because Plus, do you really want to work out in the place that you're relaxing? Well, that's what I mean. It's the same like, with working where you sleep and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's harder to get motivated generally and... You know, yeah, working from home. Um, sorry, working out at home fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've I'm, never enjoyed it. I can't remember nah. a time I don't think I've ever done it. Yeah, yeah. and because I mean, I've had pretty good access to gyms, so I've never been like forced to. I think I've done like back in towns. I remember for like a while, I, in the middle of the day, I would do like a skipping session on my oh, like, yeah. little outside area. But even that, I was just like, 
so close to the couch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, and like I have a torsion bar at home, and mm. I used to. Have oh, you yeah, used but, to go out in the oval with the torsion bar, didn't you? Yeah, but that yeah. was when I couldn't afford to have a gym membership <laughs> and didn't work in a gym. You yeah. know, these are different circumstances. Yeah. I just had to find a way, basically. But I still didn't do it in my house. I went out onto an oval, yeah. like at a park or whatever, because that, there was that separation. I would yeah. rather be out there doing stuff. Um, and that's just me. Some people really like working out at mm. their home. You know, it's convenient yeah. for some people. Naomi's been fucking pounding out the home workouts. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. smashing it. Yeah. She's seen in some of the stories, she's got like nearly a full I think gym set up at home. I think she's yeah. gone to a different home gym. Uh, yeah, one. I think she did say that in one of her messages. But, yeah, she's like the setup she's had, she's just got like a single for the deadlifts, like a single square mat on each side. Oh, so yeah. So just hit the tiles <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. It's Where there's a will, there's a way. I, yeah. think. I wonder how many like rentals have been had, like got holes in the wall and shit from workout yeah. equipment. <laughs> Thank God you haven't been there because you love putting holes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just punch I, um, straight yeah. the wall. You should see my apartment <laughs> every time I get home. Hey, new hole in there's the wall. A gap here. <laughs> That's a clue to the wall. Um, it's about your size. <laughs> I know what to make this wall better. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think gyms have actually been really good during this period. Every yeah. single gym that I know of, and this doesn't include commercial gyms because I don't really associate with them and we don't really know anyone that works out of them, but for the sort of privately owned gyms or like that aren't part of a chain, I've known that almost every single one of them has given out equipment, you know, rented it or just given it away for free, mm. you know, as part of that sort of trust system uh, to you know, to people so that they can still train as effectively as possible, you know. Yeah. They're not obviously you're not gonna be hitting well, unless you've got a full blown like rack and everything set up at mm-hmm. home, you're not gonna be hitting massive numbers. But you still gyms have been there for people, which I think is a good um a good sign of the industry and like where a lot it's of people a good community thing, yeah, yeah in the in the community you're at is they're willing to help people, you know, because they understand, you know, they're taking a hit we you know we can't be open for free at the end of the day the well, boys yeah, the boys so had to close up like... yeah um and most of them are small businesses you know they don't make mm. shitloads of money it's hard to keep a gym open yeah even commercial gym it's like you're the owner of the the brand yeah, yeah you're just owning one gym that probably struggles to turn out because gyms aren't known for making money yeah they're very difficult to make a profit in yeah so i was quite impressed to see how many places were willing to give out equipment to people so that mm. they could keep chasing their fitness goals or, mm. you know, at least do what they need to do, especially for mental health. You know, we know yeah. how much exercise. And, I mean, if you haven't ever lifted heavy, it's hard to probably understand, but there's something about lifting weights and lifting heavy that is very relieving for stress, mm. I think. Yeah. yeah, It's probably very similar to, um, I guess, doing martial arts or something like that. Is, yeah, you everyone's know, got hell they like to they like to get it out. Yeah, so it's... I've been glad to see that the fitness community has has been fairly supportive. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, Told you said, yeah, making the most of work is the best you can get right now. People laugh when I curl boxes down <laughs> the factory <laughs> and shrug doors. <laughs> Just got to get them reps in. Someone walks around the corner yeah. to hold well, the door yeah. above this man. Like, oh, it's <laughs> a two man lift. Yeah. Um, Put another door on there. That's the secret, though. You got to get the reps in. It's about volume over the course of the day, <laughs> not not about. You don't have to do two hundred at once. You just do two hundred between waking up and going to sleep. <laughs> um, Zombie Bait said, uh, "Was my was from having respiratory issues? Then COVID hit, and I don't want to start up again and have to be 
taken to the hospital and exposed to it. Yeah, that's true. If you got yeah. respiratory system, well, yeah, you would have been already. One of the people most at risk. Yeah, with um, with that. So um, she said, "I don't mind working out from home at all." Yeah, that's true. Good. Yeah. And especially it, like if being around other people is literally endangering your life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you need to come up with a solution. Yeah. You know? And if working at home works for you, then fuck you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm just working out. Like, people in general kind of suck, so I can't blame yes, anyone, yes. medical or not. Yeah, It's been a bit weird, we were saying before, having yeah. people in the gym again. Like, um, we aren't, we don't work out of a, uh, a regular gym. It's sort of a, a boutique space that people have to be a part of a class to come in here or they have to be coached one-on-one or sort of two-on-one to train where we work. Uh, it's, you know, it's more of I guess a wellness center where we have a psychologist mm. and you know there is individual coaching and there's uh, remedial therapy stuff like that here rather than your traditional gym um, but because the gyms opened as of yesterday we've had groups in again classes in again yeah, we walked through the gym before and it's called people doing a session so yeah it's unusual well, yeah, for us <laughs> it's awesome to see that they're coming straight back though yeah yeah it's, it's so good to see people as soon as possible, straight back in through the doors, ready to, to see, train. To see Chris working again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris spends a lot of time lying on the ground. So Yeah, playing Battlefield in the Thank- <laughs> Thankfully, he's got clients back in to yeah. make him do his job. He needs structure. <laughs> it's good to have the gyms open again, and hopefully if you're not in a state that has them open, they're opening again soon, and you're figuring out a way around those particular issues. But- yeah, hopefully all the gyms are prepared to open too. Because I know a lot of the ones in Queensland kind of got dropped on them all of a sudden. Yeah, changed from the twelfth to the first. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got probably twenty messages from Ozpost today saying we've actually got tracking for your order now. Oh, really? <laughs> so they must be sorting something out. Well, do, they, oh. do they have one dude that does all the tracking? <laughs> and he, had, he was sick with COVID. Yeah, just yeah. Because yeah, usually they will track it from it being shipped from my international warehouse all the way over. But since COVID, almost like a day before delivery, they'd say out for delivery and then delivered. Mm, <laughs> so yeah. my customers are like, I have no tracking. And I'm like, I'm ringing Ozpost. Neither do I, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a very like message in a bottle approach. Yeah. Like, yeah. hope it gets there. <laughs> hope someone finds this. So it seems like a lot of things are, are coming good again. Yeah. Which is really good. Except for the US. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that entire country has sort of gone downhill. Yeah. And if you're listening from the US, we're so sorry. Yeah. God, just good seems luck. Like, Godspeed, you know. Yeah. You did put uh, two astronauts in space though the other day. So. Well, uh, someone did. <laughs> someone, yeah. one, one man made <laughs> yeah. that happen. And you just kind of let the government feel involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just chuck your paint, chuck your logo on the bat, on the side of it. Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. the Teslas rocking up just had NASA on the side of them. <laughs> I think it's thank a first responder day today it as well. It is today. I saw... So if you're a first responder, thank you. Thank We've you. We've got yeah. some very close friends that are police, uh, paramedics, firefighters. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah thank got, you to all of you. Everywhere. You Nurses. guys work your ass off, especially with COVID. What a, what a nightmare. Yeah, I saw um, a page put up a, yeah, thank a first responder, but... All of the first responders on there were beautiful women. <laughs> not, not a lot of diversity, but I, pre- I appreciate oh, that they. My put favorite it first responder, yeah. Johnny Sims. <laughs> he's, he's so all, many, so many he's careers. All of them too, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that that particular day is getting like. 
pushed under the rug at the moment, considering the status of first responders in the states right now. Well, yeah, the, the cops, the cops are really copping it. Zombie bait, unintended. Said, yeah, we're in shambles. Uh, Don't apologize. We did this to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's look, like three AM there. At the ob- objectively, really? looking in from the outside, you know, it, we when COVID rocked up, I remember we were saying that their medical system is going to have a hard time. But it seems like the, basically the entire structure of like social welfare and government over there is is letting you guys down pretty badly <laughs> at the moment. So yeah, it's kind of like, do you have money? <laughs> no. No. Oh. Well, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> good luck, and they just push you out. We with probably, a stick. We probably, yeah. probably shouldn't laugh about this. But, yeah. Um. It, yeah. It Welcome is a disaster. But ideally, um, some change comes out of it because Whoa. if there's any country right now that needs some big changes any western country for sure yeah yeah it's that one so i wonder if how many people are considering like leaving the u.s after this well i think it's like easier said than done yeah yeah certainly yeah like i would think like if australia was fucked it's not it's great here yeah um and i was like i guess new zealand would be the obvious choice but i want to go to new zealand anyway (laughs) yeah um but it it, wherever i went i'd be like it's not as simple as gun you know i'm just gonna fuck up somewhere else especially (laughs) america no one wants americans like canada's locked their borders to them i think (laughs) no (laughs) we don't want them no 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 offense zombie bait yeah sorry we're just just kidding well well (laughs) you guys rather than run away from your problems you should sort them out. This is a, it's individual level. It's a country level thing, you know. And I know it's easier said than done. I understand that. I get it. But you you're not going to solve any problems complaining about it. You have to put in some fucking hard work. So. Well, Tolly's just put up to Illuminati eyes. What did what did she say? I live in a small town by the countryside. It's fine here. It's the big cities that have a lot of issues. Yeah, well, everything I've yeah. seen has been the cities. Same oh, as here. Um, yeah. Mordura well, had five cases and they were I solved. I, I assume they meth, took them out the back. Is and, like um, a cure yeah, oh, yeah. If you're oh, a yeah, meth head, no yeah. ice. If you, yeah, oh, if you, okay, yeah, if you're we'll addicted to ice, you can't get COVID. By yeah. the way, we are not saying take ice to cure COVID. <laughs> yeah. We're just saying it's suspicious that, <laughs> that the, ice, the ice, ice capital of Australia yeah. doesn't have that much COVID in yeah. it. I mean, you be the judge. Correlation, causation. You know? yeah. No, I, I imagine you just said everything you've seen has been from the big cities, but I just don't think like a picture of a small town in the States doing fine is going to trend on the internet yeah, right no, now. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Nobody's really going to go, oh, yeah, that looks sick. Double tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, not very newsworthy. No. Um, what was our other topic today? Something uh, about other topic training was, and nutrition. Uh, and... Training for building. I think it was <laughs> it's muscle. Fun, it's, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is, but uh, it's muscle. Right. No, it was either muscle or strength. We'll go with muscle. Muscle um, gain. Yeah, with muscle building muscle gain on with dietary restrictions, whether that may be like um, vegetarian or vegan, or maybe even say someone that's got certain intolerances, mental health issues. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, a, that's a diet. That's a diet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd say it certainly has an effect on how much you consume. Yeah, or how little. When I was when I was having a bad time, uh, yeah, I couldn't eat. So I found that I would just <laughs> it's eat one of the shit first things food. to go. I think I was yeah, I would either, eat shit of foods because yeah. I just wanted some kind of dopamine. Yeah, you either eat yeah. really shit or you just like can't eat. Yeah, so. I'm just like yeah. fuck it. I'll just spend the twenty bucks on like a sick Mexican <laughs> meal because I just want something nice. Yeah, something that feels good. Yeah, and I mean, it's 
yeah, it's that's a pretty good point. I'd say is a dietary restriction or some, a dietary modifier is probably mental health state. Um, we we should start by saying that none of us are qualified dietitians. Yeah, we don't hold no. a degree in in nutrition or anything. Um, in Australia, uh, being a nutritionist and being a dietitian are two different things. Anyone can basically be a nutritionist, and the guide for nutritionist is to is to help people towards a balanced diet or um, basically refer them on to a doctor, GP, dietitian or something yeah. like that. So um, when we talk about, uh, say, vegans or vegetarians or, um, you know, someone with certain intolerances, gluten, lactose, whatever, um, this might not specifically apply to you. And the first thing that we would say in that case is you need to go see a GP, you need to go see a dietitian and talk about a plan that specifically fits you. I mean, it's the same with almost anything. If someone comes to me and says, oh, I've got this injury, what should I do? Mm. Oh, I've got this problem, what should I do? My recommendation is always go see a doctor or go see a specialist or find a coach that can help you one-on-one mm. because if I was to recommend a blanket solution to any of these problems, I would be doing you a disservice. You know, I would be pointing you in a direction that's either going to get you more hurt or just not fix you. So it's very important to remember that if you do have a diagnosed condition or if you do have an injury, before you start training or as a part of your training process, um, especially if you're looking to do something like compete or lose weight or gain muscle or something like that, you should probably talk to your doctor about it uh, because you never know if there's certain deficiencies that you personally need to account for until you do the blood tests. You never know if there's a, a genetic condition or some, you know, some sort of dietary restriction mm. that if you eat certain things, it's not going to help you or it, if you eat certain things, it's going to actually do the opposite. So, yeah, um, yeah the, your first step should always be GP specialist yeah, before we? we get into that. Yeah, should we? Uh, we just had a dude jump on Twitch, Will Helm screaming said Australians debating what Americans should shouldn't do fuck off (laughs) (laughs) I'll start with saying fair Fair. it is very fair very fair but hey man you're the one whose cities are fucking (laughs) buildings yeah (laughs) Yeah. this is us sitting in a city that's not on fire yeah there's no buildings on fire no one's protesting (laughs) the cops I'm sure are pretty good right now no rioting there's no tear gas getting thrown at peaceful protests so maybe the solution isn't telling us to fuck off it's to look at what we're doing right and go maybe we should try that here yeah, but hey, man, plan well, free. Yeah, see, right. what, yeah. what the fuck would we know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. we'll see yeah. if you yeah. uh, kept listening. And Thank you for the feedback, um, <laughs> yeah. and I hope your house doesn't burn down. Yeah, I hope you don't get beaten to death for running down the street. Yeah, I think that's a killable offense. Over there. Uh, yeah, 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 certainly. <laughs> yeah. We should. We well, shouldn't laugh. Hey, that's what you get. We do, yeah. we do <laughs> like America. Well, yeah, I do. I like America. I don't know if you guys do. America. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, zombie bait said something. You're. <laughs> You're even talking to an American about it. Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, we're open. American. We're open to learning. We're open to learning. And honestly, if if you think what you guys are doing over there is working better than what we're doing here, COVID, whatever. Yeah. We're open to suggestions. Military spending. We probably won't like, change anything because our COVID's basically gone away. Yeah. And nobody is getting murdered by the cops. But we'll take it into account. Yeah, we'll think about it. And again, this is just us commentating on it. This isn't us telling what anyone yeah. what to do. I just this is pretty veterans. much just what we see on the news too. Like, yeah, or even, we're not. Over I don't even watch <laughs> the news. I just see memes and stuff. So, yeah. like my like my opinion is based, based pretty much on, on humor. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I don't our, really. Our opinion is definitely this is just banter. Us making yeah. fun of America. At the I moment. certainly. <laughs> 
I certainly you, wouldn't take ta- anything I say if you seriously. Take this is like international relations advice, or you know. Yeah, no, probably don't do that. <laughs> yeah, probably don't do that. And remember, you're on Twitch. Not like, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Although that's that's fairly civil for Twitch. Yeah, oh, I imagine yeah. they get worse stuff on like CNN yeah, live send chat an, or something. And ask you of something real weird. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But thank you for your opinion. Yeah, we thank Will. We appreciate Will Helm, it. Will Helms yeah. or something. Yeah, whatever. You, <laughs> you more say number one Illuminati eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably more um, constructive feedback would have probably been better than just well, fuck hey, off. Yeah. Well, I think well, the the opinion was like you guys are three strands commenting on another country's way it's running. Again, I come back to your your cities are on fire, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're three Australians commenting on basically everything. Yeah. Like we don't skip a lot of topics here. Um, at the end of the day, we work with veterans on physical and mental health. Like the stuff that we say about physical and mental health, that's coming from you know years of experience and a job that we do day in day out every day. Everything else is us just shit talking. Yeah, about when it, it yeah. comes to like the political climate, I mean, I'm not a political person. I realistically i don't care a lot about what happens outside of my little bubble most of the time um i understand that there are a lot of issues going on over there that probably need some significant attention and i agree that changes need to be made i think that change should be made for most people uh, like <laughs> will said fuck off i am m army vet yes we are uh army vets too uh, yeah uh, also no, army okay vets. i guess that makes his opinion way better <laughs> yeah. i assume i assume that makes him way more knowledgeable on any, every subject thanks for staying tuned we really appreciate <laughs> yeah. you joining in the conversation we do yeah um we love a little bit of feedback here and there so yeah um even if it is <laughs> previous qualifications yeah yeah no that's fine yeah um and as an army vet over there i feel a little bit sorry for you because you the system there sucks like the va system is like our system is garbage but yours is like i don't know the burnt remains of our garbage yeah so which isn't a dig at the soldiers it's a no i feel yeah Yeah. it sucks for the soldiers over there and i mean honestly i wish they could get even half the care that a lot of our guys can get here um obviously dva over here needs a lot of fucking work um but they are certainly doing a better job than the va as far as i'm aware yeah as far as i'm aware it sucks over there for any vets trying to get help Mm, yeah yeah Yeah, definitely um and going back to change you know i mean we advocate change on a daily basis we literally work with people on changing their habits and behaviors so that they can do better or feel better or have less injury or less pain in future Mm. that that philosophy applies not only to individual people but to entire countries. I mean, if you aren't constantly looking at the way your country is being run or, you know, the way that you are doing things to contribute to the, you know, larger scale and saying, oh, could I do a little bit better today or could I do less worse, then you're part of the problem, you know. So I I think that changes have to happen and you either, either be part of the problem or don't. Yeah. Is there any more messages or can we move on to another no, topic? Uh, Zombie Bay just said, to him uh and our country needs a lot of work there is a lot going wrong going wrong with us yeah and there is in australia too just oh, every, oh we every, have our no, own problems yeah, countries, like <laughs> yeah no that would be a utopia so maybe new zealand no they're definitely not perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they got, just, they got all, all sorts of issues yeah over they there. Go, they're just nice and down low but you yeah. imagine like the scale of the states compared to the scale of New that's Zealand. exactly right there's like how many million billion over, people over there no it's like, like 320 million there you go it's compared yeah. to new zealand which is much much less it's like 20 people yeah it's just like a, it it's is like a, a large um, family it's a big big job yeah so 
like administering that many people is much maybe not much easier but it's simpler than administering that many and you look at new zealand which doesn't have any states right there's yeah. no there's no state government there's only federal government and you take that over to the states where there's 52, 52 state governments yeah. and they all have their own elected officials that are all pushing their own agendas yeah. to the federal government who are other elected officials pushing their so own agendas. There's variety in each state over there. It's like what is good for one is yeah, completely different. Yeah, that's um, exactly no, right. Got, Zombie got. Bait said, I have so many family members and friends that serve and have served. It's insane how swept under the rug they are after they serve. The waiting time for VA in my area is just sad as well as the lack of real care they get. Yeah, yeah it's bullshit yeah. over there. And uh, honestly, we can't really comment too much on the VA because we're not a part of that system and all we know is that it's not good enough. Yeah. Um, we know that DVA isn't good enough um, and realistically right now DVA aren't doing themselves any favours either uh, with some of the policies that they're introducing. But at least our Prime Minister is pushing, I think, in the right direction for veterans. He's trying to do stuff. Yeah, which I guess trying is better than nothing. Um, it, like uh, going back to it again, out, like DVA is managing this many people, mm. VA over there is managing this many people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say something that stands for both here and there, it's an, it's an individual soldier or an individual person's responsibility for their own care and their own change at the end of the day. Um, I understand that the system should be better. They should. There's no debating that. But... Australians especially and veteran Australian veterans, I think, need to start taking responsibility for their own mental health just like they do for their own physical health. Um, there are a lot of injuries that are not permanent. Mm. You know, obviously IED blast and you lose a fucking leg or something, the trauma that's associated with that, I mean, the leg's not going to fucking grow back. Yeah. But, um, but there are injuries that you can work around. There's a lot of back injuries that were previously thought to be Thanks, unhealable that now you can do a lot of work with strength training to not fix completely but certainly in, improve, improve quality your of quality of yeah. life. Um, so there's a lot that you can do as an individual that involves getting up off your ass and, and training hard and seeing the right therapists and having the hard conversations and pushing your own personal boundaries and accepting that you personally are responsible for your own well-being. At the end of the day, there's nobody else responsible for whether you get out of bed in the morning. And it's your responsibility to try a little bit harder each day or at least try to maintain rather than go down. And I know it's hard. It's, I mean, mental health is not as easy as just choosing happiness in the morning. We yeah. know this. Or choose, yeah, or just choosing to not be sad even. Like, yeah, which I'm going to stop being. Unfortunately, some people think it is like. Yeah, that's another issue with the mental health discussion, I think. Like mm. that one post I saw a while ago, just turn your anxiety off or mm. something. Oh, oh wow. yeah. So what's that song? Yep. I, just, I just flipped the switch. Yeah. yeah that's, that's how I treat my mental health. Yeah. I just. Um, but it's you do have a responsibility to talk to the right people, you know. Um, developing a, so a support network is, you know, ideally you get the best professionals in the business, but that's in a perfect world. You know, if you're not having the conversations that you should be having about your mental health with your closest friends, why are you going to be honest with a random stranger that, you know, you're paying money to see? You'd you need to be open with the people closest to you about when you're struggling mm -hmm. and 
open to suggestions that could potentially improve your life. Those suggestions are not going to be, oh, just get out of bed in the morning. If someone tells you that, then they're a fucking idiot. But it should be things like, oh, well, you know, take small steps, consider trying to make it to the shower today or, you know, maybe try to get out and have some fresh air, go for a walk, start listening to maybe different music or trying to eat more of a balanced diet. These are all steps in the right direction. Um, And then when it comes to potentially fixing injuries or maybe not fixing but improving on injuries that you've had for a very long time, it could be working with a coach that is willing to build strength where previously there was no strength. Um, The only thing that will lead to you stagnating or being the same way for the rest of your life is if you do nothing different ever again. Um, You do have the, the ability to make the choice to make little changes. And if you make those changes, you will see improvement. It's, yeah. it's it's that simple. Mm. Um, Zombie Bait said, I wish I could turn off my anxiety. It would make my day-to-day life so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's true. You can't turn it off. Should we talk to Elon about developing an anxiety switch or well, something? Well, yeah. when he puts Neuralink in our head, he, who knows what he can do. That's concerning. Well, the closest <laughs> thing we have at the moment is, as we talking about earlier, lobotomy. And, uh, <laughs> it's just not a valid option. It's just yeah. not yet. Yeah. And, yeah, no, Zombie Bait's right. Like if you could just turn these things off, life. Would oh, that'd be great. Simpler. Yeah, but no, yeah. that is not how the human brain works. No, you like you don't have a lot of control over what your subconscious body and your nervous mm. system is doing. Your autonomous nervous system is trying to keep you alive mm. at the end of the day, and it perceives the threats that you tell it are a threat and you don't actively tell them what's a threat. I don't go, I don't look at a car going across the road and go, that's going to kill me. My body knows just on past behavior that that is something that I should not jump out in front of. You know, I teach my body through the things that I do day in, day out, what is bad for it and what is good. So if I consistently feed it shitty food, it will respond to that more than good Mm. food. If I consistently avoid exercise or uh, frame exercise as something that is bad or painful or negative for me or makes my injuries worse, then my body will respond to exercise in that way until I teach it something different. Your brain responds to the things that you put in front of it over and over and over and over again. It doesn't, you don't make these conscious choices once and then it's done. That's why getting healthy or getting fit is so hard. It's because you're fighting years of doing the fucking opposite. Mm. You know, so it's, if you want to turn off your anxiety unfortunately it's a long hard process of (laughs) a long Um, hard process of of changing your behavior uh yeah zombie said uh i guess if she could i could actually go out in crowds and not get sick and just enjoy time face to face with people yeah and when mine yeah well i think we've probably all had it where we get anxiety about crowded places and sitting with your back to the door kind of thing yeah Mm. Um, yeah, crowds aren't. They suck. No, yeah. yeah, I fucking hate crowds. Yeah. I don't even like going to the supermarket, but I do because I need I to need, eat. Need food, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it can it can be a case of uh, you know choosing to go at a different time mm. or knowing that that is a place that is hard for you to be in, so you don't spend much time there. You know, it does um, limit your social interactions as well. Yeah, yeah. It during during COVID, it's been great because. Yeah, having a, a pretty good excuse not to uh, yeah, welcome go to out and see anyone. Life, everyone, yeah. <laughs> but now that it's um, coming to an end, I'm going to have to get social again Yeah, and try to. I'm going to maintain my levels. <laughs> <laughs> I've had fairly good, um, you know, response from people when I'm honest about, you know, oh, you know, they'll ask me if I want to hang out and go out clubbing or, you know, 
whatever, see a bunch of people that I haven't met before or whatever. Mm. And I've said to them that, you know, those I'm not very comfortable in those situations yeah. and I would prefer to be in an environment X, Y, Z. Mm. And those people, like people are usually open to that. They're usually fine. They go, oh, okay, well, we'll yeah. just hang out in that environment if that's where you're comfortable. Mm. Yeah, I found people respond quite well. And if someone doesn't, if you say to someone, look, I'm not comfortable doing X, I'm better off doing Y. Um, and if they go, oh, that's dumb or say whatever, <laughs> they probably just fucking suck. Yeah. They're probably not the person for you. Yeah, that's the kind of person that probably needs to do some work themselves, mm. but they're not somebody that you need to keep in your life for any no, reason. You're not responsible for changing their opinion either. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, there are other people that are responsible for changing their opinion. Those people are professionals and they're trying to get a message out there about opening up the conversation around mental health. But at the end of the day, if people don't want to listen, it's their own fucking choice. Um, we're going to keep doing the work we do here regardless of whether people tell us to fuck off or not. So, well, <laughs> he did just say, sorry, oh. I'm fucking smashed not to defend my antics. Okay. Oh, well, that's, that's all right. I got, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Have a beer like for us. Um, like we were saying, we're just like fucking bantering. We yeah. don't really give a shit. So yeah. it's all good, yeah. Um, a good point that Zombie Bait brings up, as you said, I've been working on my social anxiety for nine years and still have times where I have to run to the bathroom and vomit. That's well, the thing as well. It's fun. not, I think a lot of people think that it can be cured no. as well. And <laughs> we were talking about some of this yesterday, I think, where there's no linear progression with these things. You don't just, it's not just an uphill track. You trend down and upwards. Mm, yeah. And you, you can trend upwards for a while and then just, you know, it's like a stock. So you can just mm. fucking crash. Yeah. And then, but then you'll probably eventually go back, ideally, if you do the right things. Yeah. And you, you know, you find out, you know, it works and you keep those things. If something's making it worse or causing you to trend downwards, then you need to stop doing it or implement implement something so it doesn't affect you as badly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you like, I think once I kind of accepted that I'm probably going to live with this for like my whole life. It a, was, a version of it, yes. yeah. Yeah, it was easier to then, like, I, I guess I thought I was broken. but And that's once, a common thing too. Yeah. A lot of guys go, I've got this, this is my, this is my identity now. Yeah. So you know you can get say anxiety and go, oh, I have anxiety, and that's what you just that's tell just everyone. Who I am, yeah. That's who I am. It's like, well, it's it's not like because anxiety, like uh, mental health conditions, they're they're different from just regular say nervousness or regular mm. feelings of anxiety because they fit a bunch of criteria, and that's why they fall under mental condition, mental health conditions, and they can be treated. They're not mm. forever. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't. Just get stuck going. Oh, I haven't. I have been diagnosed with anxiety. I am like that forever. You can work on that and bring it down. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not a forever thing. And contrary to, I guess, popular opinion at the moment, mental health and physical health are very similar. Um, there are people who are in incredible physical shape, mm. and there are people that are in incredible mental shape. Um, what it takes to get to that point is usually a series of behaviors that lead to that end state. Um, there's nothing that says someone that is in incredible physical shape can't get unhealthy again. Mm. There's nothing that says that someone is perfectly mentally healthy can't then suffer from a mental health condition, right? It's it's a case of, and I mean, this is a good example, those memes on Instagram and shit about those people that were like, fully ripped up and then over COVID, they've like oh, gotten yeah. fat and yeah. shit. So the difference between the person ripped up on Instagram and the person fat sitting on the couch 
is a complete change in behavior. You know, they, they were putting things in place day in, day out to maintain that level of physical being, I guess. Mm-hmm. When they stop that because of external circumstances, internal circumstances, whatever it might be, there is a response physically. It's the same with your mental health. You can get to a point where you are very mentally healthy, but you have to put in place a series of habits and behaviors that support being mentally healthy. If you start to let those habits and behaviors fall away, if you change that stuff or stop doing that stuff, then the mental health will decline. That's just the way of the world. That's the way the human body works. If you take active steps to be healthy, if you exercise, if you eat well, then you will get more healthy. If you stop doing those things, health declines. If you are trying to be mentally healthy but you don't sleep well, you don't eat well, uh, you don't practice mindfulness or look at the things that you do on a day-to-day basis and see how that contributes to your mental state, then your mental health will remain the same. If you try to change those behaviors, you look at your sleep patterns, you look at the situations you're putting yourself in and how your body responds to stress. Exercise is a massive one for both. Yeah, uh, that kind of comes into what Zombie Bait said. I've learned when it's time to take a step back yeah. or to go out to the car and breathe yeah, before going back in. Um, I'm good, good at maintaining it, That's which, big, yeah, it, yeah, you can feel it coming on. Yeah. yeah. Like once you, once you know what's happening, you can feel it coming on. Yeah, because you your can, body, you react to a yeah. change. And for, say, maybe anxiety, it might be like cortisol or something and your yeah. body will react to that chemical and you can feel those changes and you probably start to recognize them and being able to recognize them is a very good um thing to learn Mm. because then you can start implementing your you know your emergency plan to deal with that and what zombie bait said saying you'd be able to take a step back is really important because sometimes you need to take that step back because if you keep stepping forward you're in this um bad state you're probably just going to trip and fall yeah and make it worse but if you can take a step back take a breath and then you know then you can take two steps forward and i think that relates a little bit back to what you said about telling people or talking to people about it, um, letting them know why you are just all of a sudden left the room. Yeah. And so they know not to kind of follow you and say, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? And like in a perfect I, I world, you just need a bit of space. people would understand yeah. automatically. You go, obviously, this person is dealing with their own stuff and the best solution for them right now is to remove themselves from the situation. Uh, we had a, a situation on uh, the yoga instructor's course that I did where, um, you know, somebody just used language that wasn't, uh, you know, came across as condescending to one of the guys on the course and it pushed Mm. him to a point where he sort of blew up a little bit and then he realized he had to leave and basically walked out. And just like you said, the first thing the teacher wanted to do is go and make sure they're okay Mm. and check on them and apologize. And obviously this wasn't what they meant. But realistically, it wasn't the words that the instructor was saying that were the issue. It was the way that that person was interpreting them mm. and and that that was a problem that they had and something that they needed to work on and they recognised that and they realised that at that particular point in time, removing themselves from the situation was the best possible mm. solution. And we were lucky that we were in a group where we've had a lot of experience with mental health, negative and positive, and we were able to recognise that, yes, this is the best thing that he needs. We were able to speak to the instructor and say, you know, it's best that you just leave it. It's really no harm done at the end of the day. Mm. He's dealing with his own stuff. And that was a response because of a number of things. It wasn't just you, you know. Yeah. So it's in the perfect world, in, you know, utopia basically, we would have a society where everyone understood what 
bad mental health and good mental health looks like. We knew about coping mechanisms. We knew how to keep people on track. We don't. Unfortunately, that's just one of the changes that we're struggling to make as a society because for a very long time, mental health wasn't very well understood. It's not really still. It's only in the last 100 years. Maybe it's been 150. There's been more, you know, kind of the um, vocation of psychotherapy psychotherapists have kind of um, blossomed. Mm. Um, you know, there's obviously always been people studying the human condition, but things like... Yeah. Yeah, if, if someone doesn't know or kind of doesn't understand, you can just say things like, oh, I'm going to go get this out of my car or yeah. I'm going to go to the toilet. And just I take mean, a second. In a perfect world, you shouldn't have to make excuses for your mental yeah. health. Like, yeah. it's like... Um, you know, it's like making excuses for your physical health, which you wouldn't do. You know, if you had, if there was an amputee sitting there, they've got no arm and they drop their pen and they're like, oh no, I'm sorry, I just got to go do this thing because I can't. I just got to tie my shoe. <laughs> yeah. Have this pen. You yeah. wouldn't have the same expectation. And the reason why the difference exists right now is because people can't see what's going on, mm. but they'll never see it because it exists inside people's heads and they'll never realize until we're open about it and we have those hard conversations obviously you're not going to tell every single person that you meet that you experience anxiety mm -hmm. but if you're around people that you trust and you're in an environment where you know the people that are with you are part of your support network or whatever you should be able to honestly say to them look i'm you know it's flaring up right now i'm feeling pretty anxious i don't really want to go to the shops today mm -hmm. or i don't really want to go out to that pub i'd rather stay in and a good support network or a good group of friends will figure out a way to cater for that you know and mm -hmm. there's nothing that says oh you have to go to that pub or whatever or you're shit and yeah, yeah and if they're gonna go without you then they're probably shit friends and maybe it's time to look for some new ones <laughs> I think um, we're on the home stretch now, actually. Uh, I've got no, no stomach. Yeah, we yeah. are. Six minutes to go. Oh, yeah. So I've got, have anything uh, I've got left three. Closing it down. Oh, oh I don't know what Dan's phone is. Yeah, mine's like done. two minutes slower, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, three minutes. Trust, yeah. Doesn't trust oh, yeah, the satellite. Three minutes. Yeah. Have we got, uh, you got three minutes then? Anything left in the chat to um, finish up on? Zombie Bay just said, I don't like bringing it up um, and killing the good vibes. So that's. Yeah, that's well, at the end of the day, it's it's yours to bring up. Yeah. It is. As much as we say it doesn't identify you, it is still yours to own. So you don't have to give it out or tell anyone, really. It's you. So if you want to say, hey, this is going on, this is why I'm going to leave, cool. Yeah. If you aren't comfortable sharing, because you don't want to share this some things with anyone. Yeah. Like randoms you met. Yeah. Like, hey, we just met. I'm having suicidal thoughts. Yeah. So I'm just going to duck out. Okay. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's completely up to you who you share it with and in what kind of format you do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess right. we'll two minutes wrap up. to wrap it up. Thank you for everyone that's contributed today from Wilhelm with his telling us to fuck off. We appreciated that. We and he apologized. And he apologized. And we do appreciate that as well. To that's, the speakers, please forgive my drunken answer. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big right. move. Yeah. That not many people can do that, especially online. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, fucking big dick energy from Wilhelm. <laughs> um, thank you, um, Zombie Bait. We appreciate all your input. You were very, very good to talk to today. Um, we didn't really expect it to go this way anyway, I think, from our topics. Yeah, no. and, I, and I've been a really good discussion, though, so we appreciate that. Uh, thanks for anyone that's just kind of lurked in the chat. Also appreciate that. And anyone that watches in future on YouTube. Um, we're Amble Training Development. We have our podcast called The Hard Way, Amble TD Podcast. If you want to check that out, feel free to on Spotify, YouTube, on Spotify, 
Um, it is just called the Hardware Anvil TD Podcast on YouTube. Our channel is Anvil Training and Development. So if you feel like watching anything we put out, which is a bunch of podcasts about um, articles, Marshall and I have written, um, all the lives of live of fives and some training ones, um, some training specific ones from our sessions and who we are and what we do. So if you want to check this out, thanks a lot. And thanks for us tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow at 5 p.m. for Wild West Wednesdays. Mm, yeah. yeah. So tomorrow we'll Get be psyched. talking about nothing to do with training or anything, just talking shit basically. Absolute shit. Yeah. Wilhelm jump on. Wilhelm jump on. <laughs> You're going to yeah, love it. You'll yeah. love tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. All right. Sorry to uh, Instagram about the shit. Audio, you yeah. probably probably haven't been able Fuck to hear the whole Instagram. thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we're I did put a story up saying technical.